David Posternock is a Hart Trophy finalist, and on today's episode, we're taking a look back at his amazing season and looking ahead at the beginning of his next era with a massive contract extension kicking in next season. Let's get into it on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every single day. The podcast is free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is the place to go for all your ticketing needs. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On. NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Happy Monday. I hope you all had a great weekend. Mine was jam-packed, and as you can tell, struggling with something today. Is it allergies? Is it a cold? Is it a bit of both? Is it a wedding I went to on Friday night? Basketball I was at with my kid all day Sunday. Mother's Day yesterday. More basketball practice. Who knows? It's everything. It was a bit of a struggle to get out of bed this morning, but here we are talking about David Pasternak and his incredible 2022-2023, which resulted in a Hart Trophy finalist nod that was announced on Friday. It's the first time that he has been named a finalist for the award, which is given annually to the player judged to be the most valuable to his team. Dave Apostronok appeared in all 82 games this season. Career high 61 goals, 52 assists for 113 points with a plus 34 rating if you're into that stat as well. Uh, he was by far the best player on the best team in hockey this regular season, at least. And, uh, I was very happy to see that he got a nod as a finalist alongside Connor McDavid of the Edmonton Oilers and Matthew Kachuk of the Florida Panthers. Now it's McDavid's award to lose, let's be honest, but David Pasternak very much deserves uh, the record that he's receiving after his amazing regular season. Uh, He recorded his 15th career hat-trick, 60th goal of the season, 300th goal of his career in a 5-3 win over the Flyers on April 9th, momentous day. His 15 career hat-tricks are second most in franchise history. Uh, He was also just one of two players in the NHL to score more than 60 goals this season. Just the fifth player since 2000 to hit the 60-goal mark. Unfortunately for Pasternak, 
Connor McDavid, decided he didn't just want to be the league's leading point getter this season, but he also wanted to um, get the Rocket Rocher trophy as well. So he will finish with the most goals, or he did finish with the most goals. Uh, now, again, he led the Bruins in goals, assists, points, power play goals, power play points. Also led the league in even strength goals, game-winning goals, overtime goals, and shots on goal. Just as prolific a player in hockey, second only to Connor McDavid. And, I mean, it's really unfair that he's playing in this McDavid era. Otherwise, he'd have another Richard Trophy. He'd have a Hurt Trophy and be regarded as one of the elite players in the NHL, which he already is anyways. But to have that hardware to back it up really cements you as, you know, a future Hall of Famer. Pasternak's offensive production helped lead the way for the Bruins' offense this season. They averaged 3.6 goals per game, second highest in the NHL, second only to, spoiler alert, the Oilers. Speaking of the Oilers, the last Bruin to be named a finalist for the Hart Trophy was Ray Bork back in 1990. He lost to Marc Messier. In 1987, Ray Bork uh, lost to Wayne Gretzky of the Edmonton Oilers. Pete Peters also lost to Wayne Gretzky in 1983. Now you can kind of consider Joe Thornton to be the last Boston Bruins player to win the Hart Trophy, although he did it as a member of the San Jose Sharks, of course, after being traded during the 2005-2006 season. The last player to win uh, as a Boston Bruin was Phil Esposito back in 1974. Altogether, an unreal season for David Pasternak, and it also included the signing of an eight-year, $90 million contract. That's up from his last deal, which was six years and $40 million. Now, that can't be overlooked right now. Could you imagine if the Bruins had lost to the Panthers in the first round and had not already signed David Pasternak? We would be in full-on crisis mode while still dealing with these feelings from having lost. But thankfully, he did sign, and he'll now have the sixth highest cap hit in the NHL pending any further free agent signings this summer behind Nathan McKinnon, Connor McDavid, Artemi Panarin, Austin Matthews, and Eric Carlson. But with great Average annual valuation comes great responsibility. We'll talk about some things that maybe didn't go well for Pasternak and some areas for growth here coming up in a moment. But first, a quick word about one of today's sponsors, which is Athletic Greens. Now, Athletic Greens has a product that thousands use literally every day because they want better gut health, more energy, optimized immune system, and also hated taking pills and vitamins, 
wanted a supplement that actually tastes good. AG1, you can get one scoop a day and absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine that cost about 100 bucks a day. He created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every single day. The podcast is free and available on your favorite podcast app. Every day is tomorrow on the show. Can expect a continuation of our player reviews. We'll keep it on the second line and look at David Krejci. When it comes to David Pasternak, forgot to mention his playoff performance. Five goals in seven playoff games, zero assists to his credit there. And, you know, goal-wise, you can't argue with five goals in seven games. That's keeping up with his pace from the regular season. The playmaking ability wasn't quite there. And he admitted uh, after the playoffs that he was dealing with a shoulder injury that he suffered in game one. He felt better by the end of the series, said he would have been 100% for game one of round two. But unfortunately, it did hinder him a bit early on. The other big point of discussion this year for David Pasternak was turnovers, giveaways. He led the NHL in giveaways with 109. But if you look at the top 10, the leaderboard for giveaways is a veritable who's who in the NHL. Evgeny Malkin, Artemi Panarin, Leon Dreisaitl, Eric Carlson, Nikita Kucherov, Mitch Marner's in the top 10. He was a Selkie finalist. Uh, Jack Hughes, Brad Marchand. McDavid, impressively, was down in 14th. It's going to happen when you are a prolific offensive player and you have the puck on your stick more than the uh, uh, other guys on your team. These kind of guys uh, dictate the course of play. They have the puck on their stick, and you want that. You can't score 60 goals without having the puck on your stick for much of the game. And sometimes it's going to roll off. Sometimes there will be an ill-advised past. Sometimes there will be uh, a shot attempt that goes off a defender's shin pad and goes the other way. You can't fire a shot like that that will be easily blocked, and you need to reduce those high-leverage turnovers for sure. This is a room, this is a area where he can grow. He's being paid like one of the best players in the NHL, and he must maintain that level and improve in 
the, you know, small areas in which he's not yet at the top of his game. And like I said, some of the best players who uh, turn over the puck a lot is because they have the puck a lot. So if you're a primary offensive driver for your team, you're going to have a lot of turnovers. But again, it's reducing those high leverage ones, uh, reducing um, ill-advised shot attempts that will be easily blocked and taken the other way. Just get pucks in deep. Don't try to do too much at certain times. He's going to be paid like one of the best players in the NHL. And again, he needs to maintain that level. The expectation now is that he will be a 100-point player going forward. That he can repeat this goal production. It's not a a one-off thing. You get your contract and then settle back in. But you're being paid as a top five, six player in the NHL, need to put in that work to maintain that level of production for at least four or five more years. You're sure he might decline near the end, but he's only 26. He'll be 27 next week. So by the time this contract is up, he'll be 35. You know, Brad Marchand putting up 100-point seasons or a 100-point season at least a couple years ago, well into his 30s. There's no reason why David Pasternak can't do the same thing. You can also step up leader-wise as well. Talked about that on Friday with regards to, or Thursday with regards to Jake DeBrusque last week. You're not a kid anymore. Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci might be gone, and... It's time to step up and be a leader on this team alongside Charlie McAvoy, Charlie Coyle, whoever else is still. And and he acknowledged that. He said he feels ready. Uh, He said he had the best teachers in Bergeron and Krejci. Incredible people, incredible hockey players. And when you're looking at them, you want to be like them. The stuff they say, no matter how young you are, you want to be like them. He's definitely thankful in the way that he grew as a person and a player thanks to them, and he's excited to take that next step as a leader on the Boston Bruins. So that's encouraging. The big question will be, can he maintain this 100-point production? Can he push for 50, 60 goals once again? He should at least be a 40-goal scorer for the next handful of seasons and we would love to see that 50 60 goal production as well and don't forget he wasn't um carried by anybody else this season his production was basically independent from who he was playing with he's not passenger on the perfection line uh, David Krejci had a fantastic season, as did Pavel Zaka, but it's not like Pasternak was dependent on these guys 
for his goals. He was making things happen out there on his own and an offensive driver for this team, finishing well above the next highest score on the Boston Bruins. He had 113 points. Brad Marchand came in second at 67 points. No matter who he was playing with, no matter the situation, David Pasternak was uh, effective. And just looking at his top line combinations, he played most with Berger, or sorry, Krejci and Zaka. Played a bit with Marshawn Pasternak. Played some with Taylor Hall, Tyler Bertuzzi. Um, he was productive no matter who he was out there with. And the Pasternak Zaka Krejci line actually was a below 50% when it comes to shot attempt differential. Uh, so he was making things happen despite the opposition getting more shot attempts than them while he was on the ice. That's an important thing to keep in mind. We're going to talk about what the future looks for David Pasternak here in a moment. First, a quick word about our other sponsor today, which is Game Time. Now, Game Time is the ticketing app that you need to get on. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in North America, and it's a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. They have killer deals on last-minute tickets and a best price guarantee. So you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. They have flash deals, easy to find, and buy tickets for every event in your area, images of seat views, and the lowest price guarantee, even event cancellation protection. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account. Redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Game time. Get on it. All right. We know, of course, that David Pasternak will be on the team next season. He scored, or sorry, he signed that uh, contract extension. Eight years, $90 million. Uh, He's here. He should be a career member of the Boston Bruins. And he's on track to become the best goal scorer in Bruins history. I talked about this a couple months ago on the podcast. Right now, David Poshnok ranks eighth all-time in scoring at 301 goals. He's likely going to pass Cam Neely next season. He's uh, 43 goals behind him. He's 244 goals behind Johnny Busick, who sits number one at 545. So he needs to average 30.5 goals per season over the course of his eight-year deal in order to match that. Again, he doubled that this season. So if you look at it on a a sliding scale, 50-60 next season, go down a bit. Ideally, he's still popping in 30 at the end of this eight-year deal. So he should not only break the all-time Bruins goal record, but really smash it and uh, set a very high benchmark 
for any future players on this team. Who he plays with will be a question. Likely to remain paired with Pavel Zaka, uh, with whom he played pretty well this past season. They have some chemistry, they're friends, they have history together. Who will be on his wings? Will they be the number one line this season? Remains to be seen. Could Brad Marchand even be on that line? Marchand, Zaka, Pasternak is a pretty good first line, so he could could be reunited with Marshawn. It's all dependent on whether Bergeron and Krejci are back and who they're able to retain uh, or promote or sign on the wings. But pretty much guaranteed he'll be playing with Pavel Zaka. And uh, I hope he at least, I'm going to say, he's going to get at least 50 goals once again next season. Oops. Anyways, that is it for today's episode, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to this David Pasternak year in review episode. Again, apologies for the uh, puffy eyes, the congestion. We've got something going on here, allergy or cold-wise or both. And uh, still happy to talk about David Pasternak and his heart trophy finalist i was gonna say finalism but that doesn't really make sense tomorrow we're gonna talk about david krejci later on this week we'll look at pavel zaka some of the top defensemen and then move on to third and fourth liners next week i hope you're all doing well conference finals is upon us uh almost game seven tonight I really haven't watched much. I was at this wedding on Friday night with a bunch of Leafs fans. And not going to lie, I, I was a bit happy when they did indeed lose. Much to everybody else's chagrin. I did uh, commiserate with uh, a fellow Bruins fan at this wedding. Shout out Glenn. We had a good chat um, about the series. I passed on the news that uh, Pasternak was a Hart Trophy finalist. And uh, we shared a a beverage or two, drowning our sorrows over this missed opportunity for the Boston Bruins. But Pasternak will be a Bruin for the next eight years, and uh, hopefully he can lead them to glory. All right, happy Monday. Take care of yourselves, friends. Take care of each other. Talk to you again here tomorrow on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.